Welcome to Friday and the Community Engagement Newscast for August 21st, 2020, and another quick look and listen into what's happened and what's coming up in the region. I'm your host, Sean Tubbs. Today's Patreon-fueled shout-out goes to the parent-teacher organization of the Charlottesville City Schools and their request for donations to the Reopening Fund, Ready to Teach, Ready to Learn. Visit their website for more information and to make a contribution. Incoming students at the University of Virginia are invited to view the annual convocation virtually on Sunday with remarks from President Jim Ryan and others. The event is traditionally held on the lawn. According to a story on UVA Today, first-year and transferring students will not sign the honor code at the convocation, but will pledge their honor in some other way to be announced later. The convocation can also be seen on YouTube beginning at 6 p.m. Almost 4,000 new undergraduates and hundreds of transfer students are expected to begin study at UVA this fall, whether it be online or virtual. The plan is still to begin in-person instruction on September 8th, the day after Labor Day. The Virginia Department of Health is reporting another 978 cases of COVID-19 this morning for a cumulative total of 110,860 to date. There are another nine deaths for a cumulative total of 2,436. There are another 29 cases in the Thomas Jefferson Health District, with 13 from Albemarle, 5 from Charlottesville, 3 from Green, 3 from Fluvanna County, 2 from Louisa, and 3 from Nelson. The seven-day positive test average in the Health District is at 6.1% this morning, down from 6.4% reported on Wednesday. The same localities in the Thomas Jefferson Health District are also in the Thomas Jefferson Planning District, and the Board of Commissioners that oversees the latter met last night. They received more information on the rental and mortgage relief program being administered by the TJPDC. So far, the agency has received $450,000 in funding from the Virginia Department of Housing and Community Development to disperse to those who qualify. When administrative and staff funding is subtracted, that leaves $382,461.75. TJPDC Housing Coordinator Christine Jacobs gave an update on how that money has been used so far. Of the $382,461,000, we've gone through about 45% of our funds, which is good progress. About two weeks ago, um, we were significantly below that. So we are seeing an an increase in um, folks that are being approved. As of August 19th, there had been 497 applicants with 91% seeking rent assistance and 9% for mortgage relief. Jacobs said most of that is going to households who need it the most. AMI stands for Area Median Income. So we're seeing 61% of the households are below 30% AMI that have received um, rental or mortgage relief to date. Uh, The the relief goes anywhere from $100 to $10,000 per household. That $10,000 seems high, but it could be um, that they were four months in arrears. It could be that they had a loss of income or no income that made them eligible. The TJPDC board approved the funding agreement as well as a grievance policy. On Monday, Charlottesville City Council had been told that there were long delays in getting through to the community helpline, but a spokeswoman for the city said they are caught up on calls seeking assistance with the program. The TJPDC also approved a framework for a regional initiative to expand broadband in the rural area and outlying counties. Chip Boyles is the executive director of the TJPDC. 
we would be acting as a facilitator, uh, bringing together the public sector, private sector uh, folks, as well as businesses and citizens in the education sector. Jesse Rutherford is on the Nelson County Board of Supervisors and is the current chair of the TJPDC. Broadband is the biggest topic we have in our region. I'm sure everyone can concur with that, uh, with schools going virtual, parents working from home and whatnot. I do believe it is appropriate that we look at this from a regional perspective. I think this would be healthy, not only in from Nelson County, Fluvanna, but all the way to Louisa, because um, essentially, you know, we all are are connected. And when when uh, crises like this happen, we realize how much more important this new method of transportation is. One outcome of the framework could be the creation of a regional broadband authority. Albemarle County has such a group for its 726 square miles, and that body's board of directors will have their annual meeting on Wednesday. We are now approaching the half-year mark for this pandemic, and with continued community spread, many in our area are seeking to better understand how the community might change after such a prolonged time of uncertainty and hardship. The Center for Nonprofit Excellence has been conducting a series of interviews with nonprofit leaders on hope and resilience, and the latest installment in that conversation series has been posted. Mary Coleman is the executive director of the City of Promise. We have to believe that things can get better so that we can put one foot in front of the, the other and keep going. You know, the sun rises every single morning, and every morning is an opportunity for us to realize uh, our dreams, um, but it takes hard work. And it requires hope. We've got to believe in ourselves. That interview was produced by Town Crier Productions and can be heard on the CNE website. And that's it for today's installment of the Community Engagement Newscast. This concludes six weeks of doing this newscast. We will be back for number seven pretty soon. I'm Sean Tubbs, your host, and if you have enjoyed this or if you got some benefit from it, please forward it on to a friend. The goal of this is to expand the audience as much as we can and as short a time as possible because there's a lot of information that the community needs to know. If you would like to support this financially, you can sign up for a monthly contribution on Patreon, and I am still trying to work out ways for one-time payments. I am hopeful that this can be what I do for a living, and so far, so good. Thank you for listening. Have a good weekend if you can. And if not, stay safe regardless. Thanks for listening.